Hello everyone and welcome to the Money and Mindset podcast. This is episode three. I am firing through these, I swear. (laughs) But welcome back if you've already listened to my other episodes. I'm so happy that you are here. And today we're going to be talking something about a little bit different, got a little bit of a twist, but I definitely think this is something that's going to massively help your personal development. Now, I became obsessed with personal development probably about a year ago now after my spiritual awakening, because I realized that we can set ourselves free if we just work on the mind and we work on ourselves. Now, I was a firm believer that, um, you know, as soon as you are born, your life is already set in stone for you, um, that you either born with bad luck or you're born with good luck. And I think the reason why I thought like this is because it depends who we are around, you know, if you're around people that believe the same thing, then those beliefs are going to be passed down to you. And you always wonder, well, why, why does that person always have good luck? And then why do I always have bad luck? And I was a massive firm believer that the world was against me. uh, Everything was against me. Everything was shit. Life was difficult. um, Until I found a spiritual practice. And then I went down the rabbit hole of personal development. And honestly, once you go there, you do not come back. <laughs> you There's just no way you can't come back. Once your mindset has fully shifted, once your consciousness has lifted, you just do not ever go back. Now, I'm so excited to be able to share some of these tips with you that I've learned along the way um, that have completely transformed um, my life, my complete personal development, and really it's all about unlocking your potential within. Now, every single person has this potential and we just don't realise that we have this because, again, we are raised with limiting beliefs. Now, that's not hitting out at parents or anything like that. It's just what is called a generational curse. Now, that sounds very aggressive <laughs> and it's not. It's just it is what it is you know, we are like our parents because our parents are like their parents and they're like their parents and they're like their parents. And and this is literally what it is. Mindsets are passed down. Belief systems are passed down. Um, You know, behavior is passed down as well as obviously um, parts of it being genetic as well. But you are able to change that. So if you are not happy with where you're at or there's things in your life that you wish you could change, it is not over. You are not stuck like that. When you live under cosmic knowledge, your luck changes. This is what good luck is. Good luck is cosmic knowledge. Now, I'm still figuring out on the way, you know, life is a journey. We don't, you know, we don't have a click of the finger, then boom, everything's perfect. Like, no, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And I'm just sharing with you everything that I learned along the way. And this is something that, you know, I follow a lot with spiritual teachers, with personal development coaches, mindset coaches. Like, I've been dabbling into a lot of different people in that sense, leveraging off their skills, their knowledge, um, and just kind of relating to them because they all came from nothing. They all came from very dark pasts and they've been able to change it. Like one of my absolute idols is Tony Robbins. Now he's a, I think I've mentioned him before, 
on a past episode. He is a business and life strategist. His background is neuroscience, personal development, self-improvement. Um, he lives spiritually. He's like early 60s now. He is like the godfather in America. Like, and I absolutely adore him. I actually found him on um, Netflix. He had a, a documentary on a while ago. I adore him. And he literally comes from poverty. Now, let me tell you, his net worth is $500 million, right? That's a big net worth. That's That's more than the Kardashians or some of them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really look into them too much, but I am aware it is more than some of them. So <clears throat> he literally came from poverty. Uh, his mum used to abuse him. He didn't have a dad. Um, his mum struggled with a lot of mental health. I think she had some sort of addictions as well. And he was abused. Him and his siblings were abused and they never had any money. And he built his way up to a net worth of $500 million. And he's done that by serving others, by helping others achieve their personal development, their self-improvement. And he's literally shown people that the impossible is possible. <clears throat> and I think we believe in so much bullshit that is being fed through the media and the news and all of this about how you know, life is so hard, life is so miserable, there's so much hate in the world, blah, 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 blah. And you know why? Because fear sells. They realised, 1947, Kevin Ship. I'll tell you this now, <laughs> I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go too deep into this because this is a whole other topic and I'm not about to go down that rabbit hole once again. <clears throat> Excuse me. But Kevin Ship, 1947, he um, released documents uh, that showed how the world governments were had clicked on to that fear cells and that they can put anything out into the media and it will be believed because why would we not believe what the government says? Why would we not believe what the newsreader says? And this is what they've been doing because they know it sells. And you know what? Ever since I turned off the TV, ever since I turned off the fucking news, my mental health raised unbelievable i tell you now turn off that news you do not need to know what goes on and people are like oh well you need to know what's going on in the world half of it is bloody bullshit anyway why am i going to listen to that nope i tell you now if you need to know i don't know if there's new rules or the pandemic whatever just do a quick google search because yes not everything online is correct not everything on on the news is correct either so just get a quick idea what's going on boom come off it i tell you now that alone will massively help you. Uh, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. If you do, if you do want me to, let me know. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll do an episode on my findings. But honestly, um, yeah, we're not, we're not, that's not what we're talking about today. So unlocking your potential within every single person has this. And it is a balance of the masculine and the feminine energy. Now, <clears throat> the reason why men in particular um, have more of a pr problem, a struggle with living under cosmic knowledge, i.e. good luck, in inverted commas, it's because we raise our boys to become men. And our version in, in today's society of a man is someone who does not show emotion, who has to be the main breadwinner, who has to be physically masculine. And if you don't have these things, then you're a bitch or you're not worthy of a man. Or anything like that, like their ego and their pride is through the roof. And this is one of the biggest problems with men not living under cosmic knowledge. And let me tell you now, there is strength in weakness. 
being emotional is part of the feminine energy. Now, when I talk about the masculine and the feminine, I'm not talking about physically what they look like. It's the completely different things. I'm talking about energy. We are energy. Everything is energy. That's the basic science. And the um, being emotional and being in tune with your emotions is part of the feminine energy. Now, this is the problem. When you live under cosmic knowledge, you are balanced with the masculine and the feminine. Now, this is something I work on every day because there are certain aspects of my life where I'm over masculine and there's other certain parts where I'm over feminine. When you balance them together, that's when the magic happens. So a man being, um, I don't know, has a problem with pride or never shows his emotions, bottles everything up, and that's what comes out in a temper. He's most likely learnt that from his dad. I'm just going to say that. And that's not bashing anyone. That's just is what it is. Because then their dad would have learned it from their dad, would have learned it from their dad, would have learned it from their dad. And I don't like to blame, but if we're going to, if you want to know who to blame, probably blame the system. Capitalism. I would probably look more in that direction. And then social media just makes it even worse. There's, there's two parts of social media. There's a very good positive side of social media, which is what I am on the side of. I'm trying to help and inspire others. But there's also the very bad side, you know, the Kardashian side, <clears throat> which I believe is horrifically brainwashing society. But anyway, so this is the problem. And this is why I feel so sorry for men, because they are struggling with, oh my God, if I show emotion... Or if I show any type of vulnerability, they're going to think I'm weak. No, 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 no. Men become very transparent at this point. I see a lot of strength in a man who shows his emotions. Who's in touch with his emotions. Who knows to communicate them properly. Because when you're aware of this, you look at a man who does struggle with that and you just see straight through it. That's a very, very wounded inner child right there. I tell you that now. So, this is all about balancing... <clears throat> the masculine and the feminine and that will unlock your potential and people really massively underestimate themselves massively and that's because we live in our comfort zone we've been conditioned to live in our comfort zone we've been conditioned to just blend in with society to do what everyone else is doing to look the same as everyone else and it's become so um it's become such a habit it's become a generational habit and it takes 90 days to actually form a new habit, by the way. So this is something you have to stay consistent consistent with. But, you know, you don't change overnight. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so this is why we need to work on ourselves over and over and over again, because we don't realise what is actually happening. Because it's a habit. We actually have no idea why we are the way we are. But then when you go down the personal development route and you go deep, and sometimes it's uncomfortable, but it has to be to... Um, get the right result and when you get used to it it's actually very like therapeutic like I still get uncomfortable with things I always will be I'm going to constantly keep pushing myself and yes it's uncomfortable but then once I've done it it's also extremely satisfying <laughs> like for example when I wanted to do this podcast I didn't want to do one for ages I'd started one up quite a few months ago now and um, I didn't tell anyone about it I really wanted to do it I only told like four people and then I like published it and I'm like, what do I expect when I'm publishing a podcast and I'm too scared to tell anyone? And then I obviously had this new career change and then I decided to just be like, fuck this. I want to do it. I'm going to help so many people. Let's just do it. Because again, my, my goal has to be bigger than my fear. Because some person in the world needs this podcast. I would need this podcast. 
So if I can help change the life of one person, that's insane. Rather than being too scared and that person not be able to find this podcast and then keep struggling with what he or she is doing, you know? So this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And when I even posted the story saying, you know, new podcast is coming, I was shitting myself. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, shit in hell. People are going to judge me. People are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, do you know what? It just is what it is. If people are judging you, that's a direct reflection of themselves. So it's like, you keep judging yourself, Karen. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's the same thing. It's like I went uh, walking up Dovestone Reservoir. If anyone likes nature walks, hikes, anything like that, I would definitely go to Dovestone Reservoir. It's North Manchester. And I mean, it's a hard walk. I think it's like 12 different walks, but there's one that we did. I'd seen um, a woman in a white burqa walk directly up this mountain. And I was like, what a gal. She was on her hands and knees, poor woman, in a white burqa. I could see her from a mile off. And she was climbing up and I was like, if she can do that, I can do that. So I was like, do you know what? Let me get my gym kit on. That's too tight for me. <laughs> and let's get my ass up this mountain. So I love heights. I always have done. I'm not scared of heights, but I am afraid of um, not having safety. <laughs> plummeting to my death is what I'm afraid of so I was thinking oh yeah we can do this I brought my friend along didn't really tell her where we were going because she's scared of heights I thought no we're doing it together and I brought her up this mountain and it was fine you know it was hard but we were getting up and then it got steeper and steeper and steeper (coughs) and um I was like okay and we were literally on our hands and knees and there was no path we were just climbing up these rocks and on the floor was all like rocky and she was like, Alice, like, is this correct? Is this where we're meant to go? And I'm like, yeah, 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 this is where we're meant to be. Like, you know, it's fine. I, I saw a woman in a white burka do it. If she can do it, then we can do it. And she's like, okay, but we're getting very high up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So I let her go in front of me and we're climbing up. And I turn around and I'm like, holy fuck, we are high. We have no harness. <laughs> we have no secure path. But I'm like, do you know what? The path is in the mind. You've just got to keep going. And you know, like, the slower you move, the more, like, fragile you are to, like, feeling like you're going to fall. So I was like, girl, just keep moving, keep moving. We're nearly there. Keep moving. I was like, do not look down, whatever you do. And we eventually got up to the top. Even I was getting a little bit like, whoo, because, you know, it's one wrong slip and then you're down. And we got there and I actually posted the um, the picture on my Instagram. So if you want to go see it, it's Alice it my Instagram. Oh, my God. The views were amazing. I meditated on top of it, off on top of a big like rock that there is that just looks over all of Manchester. And it was just amazing. And I felt so like um, motivated. And like, I had such an adrenaline rush because you're pushing out your comfort zones. That was not a comfortable thing when you feel like you're going to fall. But it was so satisfying. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do this again. And she was like, Alice, how do we get down? And I was like, we're going to have to go down the same way we came up. And she's like, nah, fuck that. Have you seen how steep it is? And I was like, girl, there's no other way. And obviously we were starting to lose light. So we were like, right, we're going to have to go down now. So it was an amazing day. And we both felt so pumped. And doing things like that, I'm not saying do something life-threatening at all. Um, Disclaimer right there. But doing things that really push you out of your comfort zone is a part of growing get comfy being uncomfy every single day if you can or every week or whatever fits into your routine because 
when I do something out of my comfort zone, I now feel so satisfied because I've learned something new. I've overcome the next level. And let me tell you, there's no end to the level. Like we keep learning, we keep growing. And if you're not, you're static. Life, you, you don't stay stuck in life. That's not what you're meant to do. And being afraid of going out of your comfort zone means you are living in fear. And fear is a very, very low vibrational frequency. And this is, again, why you most likely will be attracting not the best things in life. Or you think your your life is fine. It's fine. It's ordinary. It's fine. Life's just standard. Then that's when you need to start doing um, personal development work. Because I tell you now, you can have an extraordinary life. From ordinary, ordinary to extraordinary. You can have this life. And it sounds so out of reach. Because we're not taught we can. We're taught from a young age to get a job, you know, follow the society rules, follow blah, 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 like be like everyone else, look like everyone else. We are taught to play small. And again, you wonder why there is the 1%. And I tell you now, majority of the 1% from what I've been studying for a long time now, they have an extraordinary life internally. It's not about the money. Obviously, money can facilitate a lot of things freedom-wise in the physical space that we're in. But I tell you now, it's a mindset. They are constantly personal developing. They are constantly learning and growing and getting out of their comfort zones and taking those risks. And a lot of them came from nothing. So we can't use the excuse, which again is self-neglect, by the way, and that comes through fear. You can't use the excuse, oh, well, they were born into money. Yes, some of them are. Whatever. Forget them. We're not talking about them. We're talking about these millionaires, billionaires that have come from absolutely nothing. And one of the reasons why they've made something out of themselves is because... They wanted an extraordinary life. They believed they could get it. So they did the self-development. They broke through the comfort zones, the fears. And it's not a comfortable position. I tell you that now. But it becomes satisfying because you start to see your life shift. And this is what's really important. So you are able to create a life greater than yourself. And these are just a few tips that I've learned that will help you get along that. So it literally is all just a mindset. And you, you need to ask yourself, what is, in your, um, what is in your mental reach? What do you believe you can achieve? And sometimes you have to start with a small improvement and then keep building and building and building it. If you don't believe you can have this unbelievably amazing, extraordinary life, start small and work your way up. Because you are attracting what's in your mental reach. Okay, law of attraction. It's a real, real thing. And you need to ask yourselves, where did these limiting beliefs come from? Because they are a limiting belief. If you don't believe, I don't know, you can make 100k a year. Why? Where did that come from? Is it because your family never made that? Or because your job doesn't facilitate that pay? There are always ways around it, but you need to learn where that came from. And by the chances are it would have come from you being as a kid and not coming from money. That's where a lot of it comes from. And we are um, the most kind of prominent age of being a sponge to belief systems to habits um, to modeling behavior everything like that as a child is from zero to seven years of age once you pass the age of seven those habits are instilled in you those beliefs are instilled in you that doesn't mean you're stuck that doesn't mean you can't change them but it's there and this can be anything from like money trauma depression trauma and when I say trauma, I'm on, it, it's more of, it's not the experience, it's how you've perceived an experience. You know, if you've watched your parents really, really struggle with finances, the chances are you're going to have a very 
um, tetchy relationship with money. It's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. It can be changed. You just have to work on it. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, we're talking about pushing out of comfort zones. Like, I am an introvert. Why am I on here? <laughs> Why am I doing a podcast? Why do I have an online business on social media? It's because I have so much passion to inspire others and help others that if I stay in my room and just, I don't know, work and have an office job, which is fine, I'm not doing my myself justice because, yes, I'm an introvert and I'm terrified a lot of the time, but I want to help so many so many people. And in today's age... That means I've got to get my ass on a podcast. I've got to get my ass on social media. I've got to get my ass networking. And even though it's out of my comfort zone constantly, I love it. Now, don't get me wrong. When I'm not working, I would much rather be sat in my living room staring at a wall. (laughs) Silence is my best friend. (laughs) I love to read. I go on solo nature walks. I love silence. I love being by myself. Like, honestly, I was in a a long-term relationship uh, when I was 17. And I was... I mean, I've always been an introvert. By the way, introverts and extroverts, it's created from childhood as well. So there's a reason why you are the way you are. And um, he was... I'd say, to be fair, I'd say at heart, he probably is an introvert, but he's also very, very extroverted as well, which is, it's a good thing to be like. That's what I'm training to be like. And he used to almost force me to um, socialise on certain bits. Like, you know, I would be forced to go socialise with a group of people I didn't know. I would be forced to, like, go to a party. And I don't say forced as in, like, manhandled. Like, no, disclaimer, there was no domestic violence. Um, but it it was good. I needed it. I needed that push. It was very, very uncomfortable. But I needed that because I'm doing that right now. And now I don't think twice about going to a hen party that I went to last weekend when I didn't know anyone. I knew no one. I was like, hi, like walking in like, hello. <laughs> but like, obviously I would have preferred to stay in my home and stare at a wall. However, no, um, I went out and I did it and I enjoy getting uncomfortable. Like I go to baby showers, not knowing anyone. I go, I'm going to a wedding in two weeks, not knowing anyone on my own, on my Todd. It is what it is. If you'd asked me a year before that, nope, I would not have done that. So this is how pushing your comfort zones can massively help you on its own. Okay. So another step or a tip would be meditation. Now, meditation is massively, massively, massively underestimated. And I'm going to do an episode purely on meditation and the powers of it and the myths and stigmas of it as well, because they are not correct. Meditation. It's not about clearing your mind 100%. If you sit there, close your eyes and just be in the present moment. What can you hear? What can you feel? Where are you? What are you doing? Ask yourself these things. And when a thought comes in, notify the thought, be aware of the thought and then push it away. Back to the present. Wait until the next thought comes in push it away back to the present that is mindful meditation at its finest and you'll get to the point where when you do this constantly like I would say you need at least 10 minutes a day with meditation five days a week um to really get a hold of meditation and start to get the benefits from it because again it's like anything it's a habit you need consistency and I tell you now when you um get into a deep state of meditation thoughts don't exist And this is when you realise your thoughts, a lot of them, are bullshit. 
Your anxiety is lying to you. Your depression does not exist. It is a very, when you first experience it, it's a very, very profound feeling because you are just existing, you are being. You can feel your consciousness raised. There's no thought in your mind at all. It just stops. And when you reach this, oh my God, I cannot tell you the spiritual experiences I've had from this. And I tell you now, one specific meditation episode alone completely changed everything for me. So I would 100% um, focus on that and just do it bit by bit. There's actually a very good um, season on Netflix. It's called Headspace. I think there's a couple of ones now, but it's the original one. And they have like loads of different types of meditation um, like topics. And they're only like 10 minutes long. And they're really, really simple. It's for beginners. So honestly, just try them. I tell you now, if you commit, you will see massive changes. And again, with like I mentioned, nature walks as well now. Go out and walk in nature on your own. No phone, no earphones. Obviously safe. You know, be safe. Don't do it at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Don't go walking into the woods and get murdered and you've not got a phone to call anyone. Like, do it in daylight if you can. Or if you're going to go on an evening, take someone with you and just walk in silence, be mindful. So again, focus on the present. Where are you? Where are you walking? What can you see? What can you feel? What can you smell? And if you notice a thought come into your mind, push it away back to the present. Now doing this alone massively helped my self-love, massively. Mother nature is active. It is its greatest healer, I promise you. Okay, so the next one. Well, we've already spoke about this, but personal development, start going into, get a new notebook and start journaling or start writing down, you know, when you've started to have the awareness of why you are the way you are, where's it come from? What are your limiting beliefs? What do you think you can do to move past from them? Read a book, read so many personal development books, read Tony Robbins books. Okay. He's the unbelievable for personal development. Read becoming supernatural it's not as woo woo as it sounds there's uh, a lot of that is scientifically based so read into that the power of now an unbelievable book based on the present moment and the powers of it the untethered soul about how we are a being having a human experience a spiritual being these are all amazing personal development books okay and then find what your strengths and weaknesses are now this sounds very cliche but i tell you now when i was studying um, positive psychology and mindset coaching, this came up twice because we are taught to strengthen our weaknesses rather than empowering our strengths. No, like what am I, what am I shit at? Okay. I'm shit posing in front of a camera looking like a, an Instagram influencer, right? I'm shit at that. Can't do it. I'm just not serious enough. (laughs) I'm just very awkward. Like I can't do anything like that. Um, well I can, but it's a weakness. So what are my strengths? Talking, right? I can talk shit for so long. I can inspire and empower others with how I speak because I've had um, that come back. People have said that I'm really good at that. Um, I'm really good at personal development. So what I've done is I've empowered those strengths and now I am at the place I am now. I'm creating a business out of it. Whereas if I had focused on the weaknesses trying to be this influencer that I'm not, then success would come a lot slower and harder. And I wouldn't be able to serve others and inspire others because I'm doing something I'm not very good at. Like it's always good to, you know, keep practicing, but empower more on your strengths. Now really find out what they are. Okay. 
and change your circle. <clears throat> Excuse me. Change your circle because you are an average of the five people you surround yourself most with. Now, I know a lot of people aren't going to want to be told that they are an average, but it really is true. Energy is contagious, okay? Now, say like you're in a very toxic, horrible, depressing job. When you leave that job and you go work somewhere else, you wonder why you feel so much better in yourself because you are literally absorbing that negative energy and that's what you become. I've had this in a past job. Negativity everywhere. I was like, oh my God, and you wonder why my mental health was the worst at that point as well. As soon as I left, it got better. <gasps> oh, that was a horrible sniff. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so ever since I changed my circle to be with the people higher up than what I'm doing now, oh my God, like I see the world differently. I work on myself even more. And I know I'm leveling up. I'm leveling up, leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. Okay, that is huge. You ask any millionaire, billionaire who are massively into personal development and living spiritually, because a lot of them are, trust me, and you don't even realize it, but a lot of them are. And they always say, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. This is why it's so dangerous for young kids to hang around the wrong people. Because even if they are a very, very good, very nice, very loving um, child, if they start hanging around the wrong people, they're going to eventually become them types of people. And that's not what you want for your child. It can be the same as an adult. It's just children are a lot more easily led, that's all. But even an adult, you get in the wrong crowd. So like, I don't know, you have really bad mental health. You start making friends with drug addicts, you know, and then you'll wonder why you're struggling to get your life back on track again. It's the same thing. Okay. Like I want to be around great minds. Like they fascinate me. And this is why I'm leveling up because I'm around these types of people. And again, like I said, it takes 90 days to form a new habit. So consistency is everything. And a lot of people think, you know, it's the happy people that are grateful. Like when I said to people, express gratitude. Gratitude, I cannot tell you what doors gratitude opens. Oh my God. When I started doing daily gratitude, I noticed a shift in myself. And obviously, like I've said before, your external reality is a direct reflection of your internal reality. Trust me. So when you start to learn gratitude, even from the smallest things, the smallest things and build their way up, like be grateful for life. You have clothes. You have a roof over your head. You have a fresh days, a fresh start to do something new. You know, like your past doesn't define your future. You can change it at any moment in this second. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say next week. Don't say next month. Say now. What can I do now to change myself? And when you start to do that, everything shifts around you. It's always, you know, the grateful that are happy. The happy aren't grateful. Gratitude breeds happiness. And then you've got to ask yourself, now this is a tough one. And people might be like, oh, she said it. What role do you play in your own suffering? Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to tell you now, you play a big role. And don't get me wrong, horrific things happen to good people, I know. Trust me, I get it, I'm not saying, you know, anything about that. I'm just saying, what role do you play? Are you not going to therapy? Are you not seeking free therapy from NHS? Are you not practicing your spirituality? You're not going down the spiritual route in healing? Are you in self-victim um, mentality? Are you blaming others? 
You know, these are things you need to ask yourself. I was the queen of self-victim mentality, I tell you now. But now I cannot stand excuses. Because I've grown and I've realised. And I tell you now, that sets you free straight away when you just drop the pride, drop the blame, drop the victim mentality. When you take responsibility... Oh my God, the freedom in that. When I wish to be like, like I'll make a mistake or something. I'll be like, oh fuck, yeah, my bad. And then people are like, oh, so, so, so you, you know, that was your fault or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, 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 my bad, soz. It's things like that. Like, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I did it. My bad. What do it again? Lesson learned. <laughs> you know, I felt so freed by that because I'm being honest with myself. You know, if you can't be honest with yourself, how can you expect anything else to be any different? And another one, with your mindset change, in, when we come back to money, stop saying to yourself, I can't afford it. And start saying to yourself, how can I afford it? Or use the words, show me how I can afford it. Now, this is called confirmation bias. And this is how powerful the mind is. When you say to yourself, I can't afford that, or this month is pretty tight, even if that is correct, your brain, when you say that to yourself, and this is what I mean about unconsciously living, we're in a habit, we don't actually realise we're saying these things to ourselves, and then we wonder why we're in the same circle, repeating the same pattern. If you say to yourself, how can I afford this? Or, my personal favourite, show me how I can afford this. Your brain goes, mm, okay, and it literally scans, that's, that's my noise of a scanning machine, like, <laughs> it literally scans, right? everything in front of you and it, it looks for every reason to confirm what you've just told it so if you say show me how i can make a thousand pounds next month okay on top of whatever you already earn your brain would be like mm, brr, okay <laughs> oh my god i sound ridiculous <clears throat> but this is what it does your brain like scans around everywhere and it will look for all the reasons to confirm what you've said to it. So that, that's when you'll wonder why these opportunities have come. Or you've got this return you completely forgot about. Like, this is how it, how, it, how it works. But if you say to yourself, I can't afford it, your brain goes, okay. And it will do everything it can to confirm that. Now, it can be difficult to rewire your brain, but it works. So like now, like I'm always really forgetful. I lose so many things like all the time. And I get so angry with myself. I'm like, I've literally just had this here. How have I just lost it? So then you start saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. So what's your brain doing? Mm, okay. And it confirms why I can't find it. And it'll take me longer to find it. So now I say to myself, I don't know, let's say it's some earphones. Like it, this like, literally happened the other day. I, I literally say to myself, show me my earphones. You don't have to say it out loud. You can say it in your mind as well. Show me my earphones. And all of a sudden, it's almost like we're like robots. And I can feel like my eye. This sounds really crazy, but I can see like my eyes like. Brrr, and I just got drawn straight to. Actually, where did I find them? Oh, in my coat pocket. That was it. Found in my coat pocket. But I thought I actually had them in the flat somewhere like out and about, but they weren't. They were in my cut pocket and my body just took me straight to my cut pocket. Hands in, boom, there they were. This is the powerful of the, the power of it with confirmation bias. And then the last thing that I will say is doing this, if you're going to go down your personal development route, stop asking yourself how long it will take for you to get to a certain point you want to be at. And start asking yourself, how far can I go? Okay? Don't ask yourself how long till I get there ask yourself how far can I go and something like that 
massively opens up so many doors. Like your path is no longer closed. Your path is open because the world is infinite. The limit literally does not exist. So if you take on board all of these points that I've mentioned to you, I tell you now your life will change and it can take a while. But honestly, I really, really, really recommend you just sticking with it because I want everyone to be able to live an extraordinary life. I mean, just to be happy because you are worthy of it and you have so much potential inside of you. You just need to unlock. So I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode all all about unlocking your power within, unlocking your potential within. And I really hope you've got some amazing um, insights into this. And I cannot wait to hear all of your journeys. So peace, have a blessed day and I will see you next week. I could doubt you